Right, this is episode 42, and I am on with the uh, motherfucking prom king, of course. Uh, no other than the prom king himself, as usual, as usual, man. Um, everyone loves a prom king, come on, do you know what I mean? It's standard knowledge now, you know, whenever I talk to anyone about this podcast, all anyone wants to know about is Pete, to this day, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, God's sake. So yeah, prom king it is from now on, but yeah, we had a week off last week, because I was mad busy, which we'll talk about. And then, um, but yeah, so it, it made sense this week to, yeah, man, I mean, what else are we going to talk about with the listening party? Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, Prom King, how, how are you doing, Prom King, anyway? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, note to self, kill Mike Mobley at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is going to be fucking absolutely. <laughs> Nah, yeah, no, nah, man. It's been uh, I've been good, man. I definitely enjoyed the uh, the Twitter listening party. Looking forward to talking about that. And uh, yeah, it was. I learned a lot on that. that. I thought it was actually really good. How about you? Oh, so did I, man. I I learned a lot, and you know, a lot of that came from Phil Jordan. Phil Jordan. Oh yeah, he was ready. Guns right. loaded, man. He was ready. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was Stu. Because uh, I mean, we'll get onto it, but Stu just turned around and was like, "Where where are you pulling all these facts from, <laughs> Phil?" And then Phil just looks up with a little sort of grin, as if to say, well, "You know." <laughs> He did his homework. But, um, <laughs> yeah, homework. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, you know, I think the thing was the first listening party. It was, it was a bit of a, I think it was a bit of a, uh, a whirlwind for all of us. Do you know what I mean? Sort of in and out, and you're like, well, I don't, I'm still not sure I even know what happened there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but obviously, once you kind of done it once, you feel more confident, sort of doing it again. Then, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was. I mean, the last time I went round to Phil and Jen's, but this time me, me and Stu went round to Phil and Jen's as well. Um, Rob's busy in London, so unfortunately he couldn't be there. But um, yeah, we went round to Phil and Jen's, and yeah, it was you know we had a really good time, man, because it were it were a lot more, like I say, a lot more relaxed than the first one. Although it did feel a bit like an office at times, do you know what I mean? Because like literally we. Were, the record's just playing, and then there's us four all just sort of typing away. Do you know what I mean? I think that I think the big difference was, um, like I pre, I pre well, I think we all did uh, pre prepared a load of tweets. Do you know what I mean? Which I, I didn't really know you could do the previous time, but um, all you do is go to write a tweet and then go to close it and you just press save to draft. So, I mean, I, you know, we, we had all those cool pictures and stuff, which were oh, yeah. from, which were from Southern tracks when we recorded. So I thought, well, this is, you know, this is perfect. I can, I can preload all um, the pictures in and sort of, you know, cause that's the hardest thing is mm-hmm. like how, how fast it goes. And then you sat there sort of trying to put, and you're on your phone and you try to put all the hashtags in and, you know, at the right people and, get it out before the next song's coming. And you know what I mean? It's, it's quite difficult to talk about a specific point oh, in yeah. a song when you're actually um, sort of reacting to it live rather than pre-planning it, which, I mean, I'm thinking about it now, actually. And um, yeah, I mean, but to be fair, I like I say, we pre-saved a lot of tweets. Um, so it were a lot easier just to put one, I just set a rule of put one out per song and then, you know, one picture tweet out per song and then the rest of it just, um, you know, you can sort of react and just try and type as fast as you can and get it get it in there before the song finishes. Do you know what I mean? But um, that's the thing that the tempo is really frustrating. It's it's like, like I, so I, I was waiting for it all day and finally it happens and I'm on Twitter. I go to the, I go to the Tim's Twitter listening party site and all that. And I'm like, all right, so it's nine o'clock do we start now? Like, does it like, you know, I was so like worried about, I wish Tim, if you're listening, maybe for the first couple of minutes say, okay, at nine Oh five hit play. So everybody's yeah, on the same yeah. page. Cause that was the thing where I was like, should I have already played the music? And then I started yeah, seeing some yeah. tweets going through where people saying, Oh yeah, welcome to the North. I was like, Oh man, I'm like behind 20 seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, man. You've got, you, you've got to press play directly on nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, but I was very impressed with your level of tweets and the fact that you had all the hashtags on there and all the right thing. Like you, you seemed like you were definitely as a, compared to last time when you were like the does this thing work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A you lot more prepared. Uh, you got it now. Yeah, but it, it's difficult in it to actually hit play, bang on nine o'clock, especially when you're all trying to pre-prepare tweets and there's other stuff going on, uh, you know, and um, you yeah. try to watch the clock and you thought, oh, if you miss it by five seconds, suddenly you're out of sync. But the, the funniest thing what is Phil Phil played it on Alexa. But like when he when he when he said I'm going to play it on Alexa, Jen were like, "You're going to trust Alexa to actually play it all properly through." <laughs> 
which you're like, well, that's a fair point. But then halfway through one at songs, Jen said, oh, Alexa's doing quite well. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Phil, Phil just shot her a look and just went, don't say a name. <laughs> don't say Alexa. And then boom. <laughs> to be fair, though, he kept playing and uh, he played all the way through. It's fine. I, d- I don't think he played the secret track because I, I don't know where Alexa plays it from, whether it plays it directly from Spotify or whatever. God knows. But he didn't play the secret track at the end. But um, yeah, man, it, it still worked fine. Um, I play that album a million times on Spotify, so I didn't think I was going to have any problems. And I go through the whole thing. I get, I, I finally get to uh, the, the last song on the album, <laughs> "Open Your Mind," which is kind of like the you know you're building up to the big song and all that stuff, and waiting for it. And then for whatever reason, Spotify's like cannot find this song. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> oh, so, fucking hell! I had to like do a mad rush into my Apple iTunes to, to queue up, open your mind just so I could still be in the moment. But yeah, it was like, man, Spotify let me down. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, one of the most interesting thing is, and it wasn't just me, I think it was same for all of us. We hadn't listened to that record in well, well over a decade for me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Again, I mean, similar to the first one, when we did the listening party, I, I hadn't listened. I mean, I've been fair enough. I've been watching us on YouTube and stuff like that, watching old videos, but I mean, I've never actually sat down and listened to the record top to bottom. Um, so that's the, that's always the, the really nice thing about doing a listening party. And I don't know, it just kind of made it extra, a bit more special as well. Having everyone in room, like I say, by Rob, unfortunately, but even so, um, it was still great because I mean, you know, we made that record when we were kids. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And here we are, sort of all approaching forty, pretty much, aren't we? And um, it was twenty years later, and the novelty never wears off. Being able to, you know, like do the listening party and have, you know, loads of fans sort of tweeting in, and it, it you know, is reliving it to a degree in it. And then, of course, you're tweeting and remembering stuff. And I, I also like doing it with the other guys as well because it's easier to come up with. A, you know, like, well, material for yeah, lack of yeah. a better word to come up with sort of content for the tweets, like, or, you know, like all Phil's factoids and stuff like that, which were really interesting. Um, oh yeah. He had yeah, some man, good ones. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He had some really good ones. There were some killer tweets coming in. Yeah. Like the fact that he, he was not on the, uh, on the video for freedom fighters, that that was a stand in. Yeah. i never knew that. Also never mm-hmm. knew that he was struggling with depression and anxiety. So yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, that was a strange day that, Video shoot. I mean, let's be fair. All video shoots are strange days. I mean, we're branching content here, but so fucking much. All video shoots are strange days, but that one without Phil were really strange. Do you know what I mean? Because like, like I said before, I've never been in another band. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so how did you find a stand-in? Like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like some agency or something. You know, I don't, I've, I've literally no idea. I mean, you know, it was a it was a big a big production shoot do you know what i mean and that as much as those sort of days can be can be very boring and you know it's a lot i, I don't know you know anyone who's been in that kind of environment the long days when you know you're filming a video or filming anything really that's proper do you know what i mean it's a it, it, shoots can be a, a, a very long day or a very long few days or whatever but it is you know, it is a lot of fun. You know, we've we've done some great ones, especially where you just get a load of fans down as well to to mm-hmm. effectively be the extras. You know what I mean? That's always a good laugh. But oh, yeah. yeah, when um, the fact that Phil were away on that video, it was fucking weird, really weird. Do you know what I mean? Even, but it was it was slightly it was it worked though because if he if he put his head down, he kind of looked a bit like Phil, and it was just like, well, just have a couple of shots of him. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I've I've completely diverted there. Carry on, Prom King. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. An- another another tweet that I thought was interesting was from you when you said that uh, breaking sounded better than you remembered. I was like, oh, oh look at you <laughs> finally coming, t- finally realizing it's a good song. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I never thought it, I, I don't know. I never thought it wasn't a good song. Maybe that maybe maybe I shouldn't have tweeted that. Really, it probably gives the wrong impression. I don't know. Um, it's something about the it's something about the main hook that over time and they said it's interesting but obviously i've been uh, making an album produced by james chapman and whenever uh, we're umming and ahhing about something he just turns around to me and says you, you know can you live with this for the rest of your life and if you can't then change it do you know what i mean and yeah 
sat and I, I remember when we were doing breaking, I loved all of it, but it was just something I didn't really like about the sort of main hook in a way. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm probably going into, into it too much. It's just not one of my favorites. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Rather yeah. than anything else, but well, yeah, truth it, be told, that, it's a, that little part that you don't like is probably my least favorite part of the song too. But man, the riffs, the I love the. Oh, yeah. I think it's the chord change. No, it's or whatever Rob, it's it is. just Rob's bit yeah. we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. In like it too. It, yeah, no, it's, it's, honestly, it, I remember saying to Rob and Brendan at the time, like that's something about that backing vocal that I'm just not into. I love the main vocal, but yeah, the backing vocal just I don't know, don't quite move me right. But I remember Brendan going, "Hey, it sounds great, man." And you're just like, well, <laughs> say it again in, in your American accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, well, you know, you know, what can we, I bet, I bet my American accent is better than your British accent. Oh, no King. question. No question. <laughs> <laughs> my British accent is horrendous. I've tried. What? <laughs> what uh, are you saying, is, mate? Oh, that is really bad, Prom King. Oh, my <laughs> God. Bloody hell. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just looking through. It's sort of Twitter now and that picture of me and Stu there. I like that. Yeah, I mean, there's some gr- there were some absolutely brilliant pictures from that uh, shoot that I'd totally forgotten about. Obviously, I don't know if I tweeted the one of his all in the tree. Uh, that's and that, like the one of Phil where he's reflected in the piano. You know, some great pictures. Yeah, that was there, a great man. one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Really, really cool. Yeah, the pictures were cool. And uh, yeah, Organize was on top of it too. She was putting some... Uh, some cool stuff out there she had like the tour the tour guide for the for that tour and yeah. everything which yeah i saw all the dates on there that was pretty interesting oh she's got a secret vault man do you yeah, know what i mean their, their, their loft is an absolute secret vault i mean phil is known as a digital hoarder which has saved my bacon on many of occasions do you know what i mean losing stuff and going phil have you still got that and he's like yep and i'm like fucking hell we did that 15 years ago and he's like yep i've got stuff from before that too <laughs> he's just like fucking mm-hmm. brilliant and i saw pictures that i had never seen before like there's one with you like fiddling with the small guitar you know with yeah, like yeah. amps or something behind you and you're like and it, you said love finding all the hidden toys at southern tracks and stuff it's like yeah so there was a yeah. lot of a lot of new content out there that i had never seen before yeah man yeah organized really did have some great content to be fair um and it was funny when fight the feeling came on and she just went this, this is a bit where you go to the bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get you for that. Oh, do you know, I just said this. I think she retweeted it, though. I think <laughs> I was so offended when I saw that. I had to throw in a little gift to, to show that I was not happy with that statement. I was like, how dare uh, oh, you? Oh, yeah, you're a big, uh, big fat failing fan, aren't you? It's a great song. I've heard other people say that's their favorite song on the album. It's it's not my favorite on the album, but it's amazing. And it, I mean, everything about that song, it, It's it's got depth. It's a good song. I don't know what she's talking about. I mean, it's bittersweet, that record, for me. I'm sure it's for all of us, really. Because, I mean, and and this were, you know, this were a sobering experience for me in life, really, was, which makes you, which makes doubt creep into everything, is sort of making that record and, you know, and listening back to it now, it's pretty much perfect, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. I just think it's fucking flawless. I think it's a, I think it's how a rock record should be recorded. 100%. Do you know what I mean? That's why I listen and, to it all the time. <laughs> I really well, listen exactly, to that a lot yeah. because it's got yeah, everything. And it, it, yeah, man. And, it, you know, I remember vividly sitting, recording that, you know, listening to Rob do the final vocals, getting these tracks nailed, getting them down and just thinking, fucking hell, this is, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And there's that famous line of, I don't know if I've ever said it really, but um, when, when the guys from Capital... You know the A and R guys and the head, the, you know the exec from Capital at the time. When they came down to Southern Tracks to listen to the album, you know they listened to the album and you know looking like they're loving it and that. And then afterwards, it just finished and like I think it, I can't remember his name now, but the head basically at the time of Capital Records turned around and were just like, you know, you guys need to be thinking about real estate and stuff <laughs> like that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, how old were we when we made that record? Um, like. I can't work it out. 22, 21. I don't know, but it's really difficult being, do you know what I mean? Being in that situation mm-hmm. with those kind of people. I mean, that's just, that's not just some nobody off the street. It's the, the head, the top dog, the top, top dog at one of the biggest record labels in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when a guy like that turns around and looks you in the eye and just like, mate, you guys are fucking, you know, this is going to be, yeah. How could, what, what are you supposed to do at that point other than go shit man 
Do you know what I mean? This is going to be big. Yeah, and, I'm making you know, the assumption like, he heard the whole album and then heard the walls get smaller. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, whoa. I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah. But then, you know, I suppose this is taken into a tangent. I didn't really want to go in, really, but you know me, I'm honest. And when shit strikes me, I talk about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that. so when, when the record did come out and, you know, I think, I think it was said at the time that sort of proportionally it hadn't really done that much to the first because you know the first I can't remember I can't remember the figures but uh, the second one you know it didn't do anywhere near as much but people were like well the market shrunk blah 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 but anyway you know like you know and then we're like well you know it's it's going to go off in America or whatever and then it done do you know what I mean as kids that's that's really difficult man mm. I mean it, I say as kids that shit's difficult for anyone you know and it's actually something I'm experiencing now which I suppose we can talk about in a bit but I'm I'm having lots of moments recently where I just keep stopping and thinking I've been alive too long and I've been in enough of these situations to not count chickens until they've hatched. Do you know what I mean? Not, you know, do you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on right now. Um, all of it, like I say, amazing. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. But at the same time, I have sat with the fucking head of Capitol Records telling me that, it, you know, all these, all this shit that then turned out to not be true. So once you've been through that, you know, that's not like your parents lying to you about where fucking babies come from or something like that. Or your teacher telling you a bit yeah. of wrong information. That's like, in theory, someone at the top of their game talking shit, man. And at that moment, that's when you start to think, well, hang on, how many other people at the top of the game? we're talking absolute shit you know how much of life is fucking bluffing your way through it <laughs> well do you know yeah, what i mean that's a whole another topic for sure i, I know i've done a pretty well, good exactly job of that because it is like little, little doors are open and little opportunities and little trap doors you fall through right at the, at the right moment the right place and all that and some you know someone who you, you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. you know what i mean like who knows how that shit works but anyway once once my point was that it's taken me a long time to say the fact that um once you've once you've been through that, you find it difficult to get too excited until you really see until you really see things. Do you know what I mean? That was the sort of bittersweet note to listening to that record, and that's why I put that tweet out saying, "How wasn't this album? How yeah? How wasn't this album bigger? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that all the time actually, because I'm like, you know, it's 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 definitely if you play it from front to back, you're like, this has everything. It's got ballads. It's got amazing songs. It's got. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much sophistication in all the songs. Like somebody brought up the fact that even during bleed which is essentially a military commentary you know a commentary on 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 you know war and things like that that phil's doing like a a, a military drum beat on that song and like there's just so many different things the crescendo in in fight that feeling and just all and guide which has such a different feel it's like such a to me it's such a cruising happy emotional song and then obviously yeah, yeah. open your mind which takes things to another level and then you finish with one of the greatest instrumentals so yeah you, you look back on that and you go yeah this is an amazing album so it must be hard to reconcile that in your mind that like okay after all this great stuff it didn't explode you know that's i'm glad that when you listen back to it you're like okay it was good (laughs) because it still is good yeah 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 man i mean you know why it didn't do better i mean you know you could say dereliction of duties you know i mean you could i think you know i think We've been we we've been let down not by people really close to us, but you know I think we've been let down by the strength of campaigns at a um, you know like a label level. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think that's well. I think what it's indicative of is like if you push apprehensively in terms of how you market something like that. If you push apprehensively, I think it makes the customers apprehensive, and mm. all that then happens is the you know the manufacturer goes, oh shit, well we best pull this then, we best pull it straight out of the market and never fund it again. Wow. And you're like, well hang on, if you'd have just gone, here you go, this is great. You know what I mean? You know, radios, whoever. You know, that's a thing as well, right? There's so much of, especially the American market. I'm not being funny, but well, any market really. You'd be dreaming if you thought otherwise. But so much of it is like. Um, how can I put this in a way that's, well, it's, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's a business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's business. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It, you know, it's not, I don't know, I suppose I'm trying to make a point that's quite difficult to make really, but it's not, it's not a case of the best rise to the top. Oh yeah, of course. Um, it's the it's same thing like when people talking. say that the prettiest people are not always the movie stars. Yeah. There are, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think the best have to be helped to rise 
to the top and i've been you know talking to someone recently about that very subject really about the fact that you know you you can be the most amazing artist ever but no one's ever going to know that if you haven't got someone out there screaming it from the rooftops Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and that anything like that is you know like a a knock-on effect you know enthusiasm for anything is infectious and that's something that i've learned Mm. over years and years and years and something that i'm only just starting to sort of realize in myself that my enthusiasm is infectious to other people and um yeah so well yeah man the the listening party was kind of fun i'm glad we got to do that again looking forward to doing it with a third album and uh i i must say though uh, and i'm not saying it just because we do it but i actually prefer as a product the the album review that we did and the one that we'll do with the other albums i do like it's to me it's such a better format to actually talk to you guys while the music's playing and then after each song to take a minute before you jump to the next one and really chew on that bone a little bit and and really understand because that's when the real conversation comes so looking forward to doing that again yeah i think the two entirely different things really aren't they i mean you say you prefer one as a format um or a product, rather. I mean, you use the word product. I mean, I don't think that applies to the listening party. Do you know what I mean? The listening party is, but the way I see it, it's a virtual concert in a, in a in a sense, anyway. And what you know, what what we do is just break that down. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you know the. It's, I mean, you know, you can call this podcast a product if you want, mate. But you know, like, if, it's just us talking. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> that there's no doubt that being able to actually talk to the people that made the songs. Uh, you know about the tracks uh, in person or you know at least over zoom you, there's no doubt that's going to be i don't know feel less like you well because it's hard to keep up especially i mean i didn't see any tweets when during the listening party because i was just too busy bloody making sure i've got oh yeah a, that i typed everything properly do you know what i mean so i didn't yeah. see it was fun for me afterwards to spend quite a long time you know going back through everyone else's tweets i, I mean i've been I've been on Twitter for a year, just over a year now. You know, I still don't fully understand bloody how to use it. So, I mean, even when I first heard about it as a concept, I thought that's, you know, it just really confuses me. If there were like a, you know, an embedded player where you just pressed play or, you know, or even it started automatically, you didn't even have to press play. But I think that just all plays into the the freewheeling feel of it. Yeah, I think. For sure. You know what I mean? I, I think, you know. Things really cool, but it'd be interesting to do one for the third. Uh, was it exactly a year after the first one that we did the second one? Because I wonder if it'll be a year until we do the third one. I don't know that it was a year. I thought it was. A, I thought it was timed with the release of the album, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I'm not sure. I'm Look not at sure. us. Neither of us know. I'm sure Rob H knows. Who, by the way, no, had I'm one sure, of the funnier I'm sure comments. The, I'm sure. <laughs> the, I'm sure the first album listening part. It was. I know it was last summer one. Oh, I can't remember, Pete. I can't remember. Yeah. I, can't. <laughs> I was going to say, Rob H. had one of the funnier comments. Uh, it was right when Phil had said, um, you know, I wasn't, sorry, I wasn't on that video. Uh, you know, and, and then Rob H. comes back and says, Phil never looked better than on that video. <laughs> uh, he's a, that dude's a trip. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. And like I say, I know I keep saying it, but it was really nice to sit with Phil and Stu. I don't know. It's just different now. I don't know if they feel like that. I'm pretty sure they do. It's just different now. There's none of that, well, tension. Yeah, I bet. I think when, you know, when those lot used to sit in a room together, you know, how do you say it? So just before the end or whatever or whatever. Well, I mean, even maybe at any point. I think maybe when us four were in a room and not mm. playing at any point, I think there were always tension. And I yeah. don't necessarily mean that in like we were always arguing. I just, I just think there was always different tension energy. Because of, yeah, di- diff- yeah, the energy coming from different personalities and all of us not understanding fuck all about ourselves. Um, which of course, when you're that age, you you never consider is actually a thing, do you? It's only when you get sort of a little bit older and you realize yeah. how different you are. But yeah, it was really, really nice to sit there and, you know, like I said, not really feel any tension. I mean, I, you know, it's not the first time it's happened because we've all we've been doing the rehearsals. But even then there's tension but in rehearsals, but that's not necessarily sort of between us. But, you know, you're all focused on setting up and stuff. So that's bloody tension, especially where I'm involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, like I say, we're all... We're all different now we're a lot more mature we all understand ourselves infinitely better and we und- and because of that obviously you know once you it, we understand each other a lot better so oh yeah yeah i really i really enjoy spending time with um with them all do you know what i mean 
I was very jealous of Orgenized. I got to hang out with you guys listening to that. I was like, oh, that should have been me. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you, you talk about, you say that like, Orgenized is part of it. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, you'd yeah, have to yeah. be jealous of Orgenized right from the start, basically. Um, <laughs> For sure. But we, I mean, I'm sure we've made this joke before, haven't we, about I wish I was the drummer's wife. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I'm sure we did that at some point. <laughs> just so you could have come out uh but yeah man you know of course great to have jenny there um it was her fucking house so I, you know i'd like to think she was bloody there. yeah that was nice of her uh, to show up to her house. yeah <laughs> no they, it's uh they, it's really nice of them to have us around you know what i mean um really nice of them and yeah man it's just a it's just a really really relaxed energy around there so nice it's a nice place to do it and i would imagine that's where we'll do um I don't imagine that's why we'll do the third. If we do a third, if we do the third one, it'd be cool somehow. Very nice. So you've been busy. Other than the uh, listening party, you've been pretty busy on the side there doing some other things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I sound like some sort of, I don't know, like giddy child. <laughs> yeah, you've been, everybody knows you've been making some music for one album, for an instrumental album, which I think is, I guess, I don't know, is it is that part done? Because you seem to shift focus on something different that is very yeah. good as well, but in a different way. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, um, how can I word any and all of this? I don't think there's any problem. Yeah, basically the instrumental album is written, recorded, there are a couple of other little things to do audio wise, just a couple of little additions. So it's not signed, sealed, delivered in that sense. And there is still mastering to do. Um, but other than that, in terms of actually where my head is, I do have to write like a forward for it. But other than that, like I say, in terms of where my sort of creative head is anyway, yes, it's shifted. It's mm. shifted dramatically, absolutely dramatically. And I knew this, I saw this coming months ago. I saw this coming. Do you know what I mean? Because I've got such a taste for creating now and actually having a creative output now. That was always a frustrating thing in the music, how creative output was so low. Uh, but I've got such a taste for it that I thought months ago, I thought, okay, well, I mean, even, I mean, as soon as this album became a concept and something that I was going to do, I'd effectively written half of it in my head before mm. I'd even picked anything up. As I thought, well, this just gives me a chance to, you know, all right, I know what I'm doing here. So because of that, and because I've got a taste for it, I've been thinking for a while, I need something, uh, I need something else big to get my teeth into properly. Because that's the thing, I mean, I've got my solo, solo record where, where I'm actually going to be singing as well, because obviously this one is just going to be purely instrumental other than um, perhaps the addition of some some vocals, you know what I mean, sort of atmospheric vibes. So yeah, because I kind of, I knew that I had the majority of it sort of boxed off in terms of what I was going to do. You know, like I say, all the while I'm thinking, well, I'm going to need something else when this is done. I don't want to do this and then kind of stop. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't want to do that. I want to keep going because it's, you know, it's become an addiction, but not a destructive one. You know I think mean? you're sharpening just, the tool, you know. I mean, yeah, it, it would be weird to get it all sharp up by doing this instrumental album and then not well, do anything. <laughs> well, that's the, I mean, that's the thing, really. I mean, even from the start of the instrumental record to the last song, I mean, I've done eight songs. Like, the, the progression is quite dramatic in terms of, um, you know, what I'm doing, sort of the quality of what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? And then as you get into the seventh and eighth song and you're like, fuck it. I mean, everyone is just getting better here. You're like, well, well, should I be trying to make the earlier ones sort of match up to these? Do you know what I mean? But I just thought, well, no, because they are absolutely amazing in themselves. Mm -hmm. I, I, that oh, probably yeah. gives the wrong impression, really. They are amazing. And it's a, it's a photograph. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I think a record, an album should be. It shouldn't be effectively writing three or four records and picking the best one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It should be... No, they're all good. I mean, they, they sound different. And then and, and so I think that that whole instrumental album sounds phenomenal. I mean, before you even made the very first song, you were starting to share pieces on, on Twitter that were just mm. amazing. <laughs> it was like, okay, there's great stuff here. So yeah, there's there's nothing to... No, no regrets for that, but... Yeah, I mean, so like you say, it's just sharpening a tool and that process is... I've already seen that in front of my eyes. That I guess that's the point I'm driving at is... 
I've already seen that process in front of my eyes because I've done it and I've seen how much better I've got at it. And like you say, that's what's that's what's made me think, well, I want more of this. I want more. I don't want to sit, I don't want to do this, then sit down and wait for this record to come out. Because you know, there are especially in this day and age, there are long manufacturing costs. I mean, it's gonna be six months plus before that record's out. Do you know what I mean? And I I I wanted to I wanted to plow on. So that's what I've done, mm. basically. <laughs> and that's what I've done. And I don't know. So much, I think so much of this is listening to your instincts and not being, not lazy, but a lot of the time you might think, oh, I've got an idea, but oh, I can't be asked. Do you know what I mean? But like, I'm just starting to go, oh, I've got an idea. But you know what it is? It's confidence. Because before when I said, oh, I've got an idea and I, oh, I can't be asked, that was all because I had no confidence. Hmm. So you think, oh, well, you know, it's, it won't be as good as I think it is in my head. But I'm really learning now to to be doing something, anything, and suddenly some idea will hit me, you know what I mean? Or something will inspire me and suddenly I'll like, it's just like a flash, like a vision of an entire finished thing. And I see it all in a snapshot. And I probably sound like a dickhead to be honest, saying this sort of stuff, but I see no, no, it all I think, in a I snapshot. I think it's relatable to most folks. Most folks, you got to throw stuff at the wall. You know, you got to get, get going. Don't be nervous. But then once you start doing it, then all of a sudden it's like, boom, then you lock in. And then. Yeah, exactly. Once you start to learn to trust your instinct, when I'm sat there and there's an advert or I'm watching a film and some app or there's a little bit of a score of a film that just makes me go, oh man, like, do you know what I mean? It just inspires you. At that point, I can I, I kind of see the full thing in my head, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it's a case of going, "All right, well, I've got that locked now, and I might make a little vocal, um, a little voice note recording on WhatsApp to myself, just reminding myself because, and I've learned how by doing that how many things I've forgotten about mm-hmm, because yeah. I'll suddenly go, oh, "I'll just have a look in that, um, you know, that that chat to myself, and you play it, and you're like, "Oh God, I'd forgotten about that, and that's a really <laughs> great idea." So I'm glad I recorded it. Yeah, a lot of musicians say they use that uh, for the iPhone, like the the app that has like the recorder, and then they record notes in middle yeah. middle of the night. Sometimes people wake up and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I need to write this down." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would I was waiting over there with Dave, and I had an idea, and he walked over to me and looked at me and was like, "What's up with you?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> fucking hell, sorry, I've just got an idea, and I just made a note to myself on my phone." So yeah, I uh, do, I had a moment of inspiration, shall we say, and I thought, fuck it, do you know what I mean? I'm just going to crack on with that. And it was principally because I've kind of finished with, I'd finished the, um, you know, the process for the first project and I'm looking for this second project and I just thought, well, this is going to be different if I do what I'm thinking. But at the same time, why the fuck not? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And that's what I'm doing now and people you know I, know I know i'm only putting it out to patrons um but people are really excited about it aren't they? Oh, yeah. but I, I don't i don't need to watch people get excited about it i know how exciting it is because you know i've nearly bloody you know going nuts recording these tunes you're just getting proper into it man oh you know yeah I mean? you like, shocked like, me like, like the first one you shared it was like it's and i won't say much about it other than the fact that it started off super mellow and i was like oh this is another instrumental piece that he's doing and it sounds really cool but then all of a sudden it just dropped like i, I thought i was listening to like a hybrid of like rage against the machine and Soundgarden, like and all these other great songs just like oh whoa wait a second what is this <laughs> it was really good yeah you're you're uh i think you slipped into a a, a zone right now that's definitely uh really good well i i, I suppose i'm gonna say something i don't know if i want to say it really and i'll make you edit it out afterwards but if i don't want to maybe i will say it but do you know what i've been really scared of playing the guitar like me do you know what i mean like and I don't know if that's why I just sat for months, months and just writing chords on an acoustic guitar and just playing chords and singing songs and not playing guitar like and I know I can. And mm. what you know, not playing the guitar in the way that makes me fucking happy. Do you know what I mean? Where I feel like I'm really expressing myself. Why? Um, well, because I don't. I suppose it's hard to explain, really. But but obviously, I think. In my mind, I felt I had to move away from sounding like me. I don't know. It just felt like creatively I needed to move somewhere different from that. But you know what I have done with that instrumental record? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can tell it's me, but it's kind of, I don't know. It's like, a, it's like a different flavor of me, I suppose. And I think that's made me feel like now it's like, all right, well, now let's make something noisier. 
Do you know what I mean? Because you know, the, yeah. like the, the instrumental record is very. I don't want to say too much about it. You know, I want it. I want it to be a surprise, really. But um, I guess I'm trying to skirt around the fact that I'm conscious about sounding like the music. Mm-hmm. Okay. In in anything that I do, but do you know what? That that fucking hamstrings me because mm-hmm. I'm not being funny. But I, I play guitar how I play guitar. Yeah. And when I play guitar how I want, and as I said previously, when I feel like I'm really expressing myself, you know, that, I guess, you know, that it's going to kind of come across like that. And I suppose this is going to sound weird to a load of fans of the music. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Including myself, really. But And and please don't take this in any kind of negative light on the music. But, you know, I feel like I want to move on from that. Obviously, and well, I have. You know, yeah, what I mean? you definitely have, and and that's still a beautiful thing, and 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 there's reverence there for what was done, and it's amazing. But a lot of what was made was, you know, originated. You know, a fourth of that originated at least the guitar part of what you, what came from you, and that hasn't changed. So yeah, I would, I, I personally think that there's you should definitely do you you know and and yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that it sounds like any other thing other well, than that, that's you. it i mean i mean you know i mean sound like the music's probably the wrong thing really but even be reminiscent of it i don't know it just it, it's it's felt odd to me but like i say it hamstrings me it's mm-hmm. difficult for me to yeah. make this point in uh, and in a way that i feel i'm kind of doing my thoughts justice really it, and to be honest it's all still jumbled up in my mind really and i guess that's not why that's why i'm not just you know giving you a, a, a cold hard answer because i don't really know it just it didn't feel right but as i say now that i've kind of done something different i want to make the point is i want to make fucking loud sounds mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i want to make fucking loud sounds i don't know how else to say it um and <sighs> It just feels important for me to be able to express myself however the fuck I want without thinking, oh, yeah. oh well I don't I don't want to I don't want to be making the music part two. Do you know what I mean? Nope. Or like I say, it's a difficult thing for me to come to terms with in my own head, I think. Um and I I'm sure it's something that is only in my head. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not a doctor, but I would say uh, my my recommendation would be that uh, I don't think there's anybody in this world, whether they're in the band or related to the band or listen to any of your songs ever, that would ever say anything other than you do you and yeah. do it the best you can. And, and just that's cost, what people want. Just because the music's over doesn't mean I I shouldn't be able to play guitar like I want no. ever again. No, do you know no, what I mean? No. no. And I don't, I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anyone's kind of made me feel that. Maybe I just felt that in my own. Oh, I definitely think sense. it's you and your your reverence for that band, which is amazing. I, we all have that reverence, but like that's yeah. I, I feel like uh, and and I, I so I respect that, and I, I respect your consideration for that. But I definitely think uh, when you are just being yourself and playing the music that comes out of you, and and you've shared some of that recently, that is uh, that's really special. That's something that yeah. needs to be cultivated, and I uh, it, I think it you should do that. <laughs> And I think I need to get used to people saying, oh man, that, that that kind of reminds me of the music. That shouldn't upset me. Nope. That really, sh- I'm not saying it kind of, I'm not saying it does upset me, um, but it really shouldn't upset me. Maybe I want my own identity, Pete. Maybe that's what it is more than anything is I want my own identity. And with no disrespect to anyone, I want my own identity on my own. Do you know what I mean? I get that. <laughs> It's which I makes it the complicated part about that is that the you know a fourth of the identity of the music was part of your identity. So yeah, it's almost like you want your identity, but you're trying to change your identity so it's your own identity. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, like, it's almost like I'm trying. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm kind of picking myself up out of the music and putting myself into something else and taking my part of the music. Do you know what I mean? No. Not in some not in some profound way. I just think I want to. I want to move on, and I, I, obviously, and I think I was frightened to play guitar like I really wanted to, in case I judged me more than anyone else. In case I just sat there and mm-hmm. thought this just sounds like the music, and you know, for whatever reasons, that just don't feel right. But anyway, getting through the swamp of working out why I felt I couldn't make loud fucking guitar noises. Uh, I decided I fucking wanted to anyway, so that's what I've done. And 
you know, what can we say? We're sat here now and how many have I've done two in a week and I'm halfway through the third and I'm only stopping really because, you know, to help Dave uh, garden two days a week and that, you know, other sort of little things. But other than that, I'm just, you know, proper on it. And it's something I don't really want to talk too much about because it's a really fast growing uh, thing. But yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some massive, there's some massive plans in place for this record. Um, and it's, much like in the early two thousands, the world was ready for some good stuff back then because it was we were in a bit of a famine of really good music. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think we've come full circle. I think that famine is here again, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a good time to be creative. I think. Well, I mean, I, I you know, I just I, I just want to keep my head down and keep writing. I've done it before, you know. I've written something that not only I think is great, but the other people have turned around and been like, that's fucking amazing. And it's oh, too yeah. easy at that point to be like, all right, okay, yeah, I've arrived or some bullshit like that. You don't, I just don't hear that. I don't hear it when people say, I, I do hear it when people say it's great, but all it gives me is, you know, like the, the spring to just go into the next one. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it, you know, I, it, I just, I'm just on a roll right now, so why not totally run with it? It's weird. It's weird how shit changes. So, yeah, you know, basically like ever, really, I had an idea for a riff, and I thought, well, I've got an idea for a fucking good drum beat as well. Right, let's, you know, and I put it together. It came together really quick, and I can tell when I really love something because I, I, just, I go a bit feral. You know what I mean? I'd, I'm not the... And that's why I sort of, I don't know, I'd, I just get... I just fucking get so excited me when like when when you discover something like that and put it together and it kind of comes together in front of your eyes and you're like i've literally just put that together but it sounds like it's been around forever oh yeah 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 you know what i mean and don't get me wrong i mean i'm just buzzing right i'm you know proper buzzing right now it feels like my life's changed again i mean it's changed a lot over past 12 months um and i have to say as well something that really, really touched me today. And I won't, I won't say any names, but I got a really lovely email from a patron. The long and short of it being that, you know, my early YouTube videos really, really helped him in his life. And I know that's going to sound really, really vague to everyone else, but I know he'll be listening. And I just want to say thank you very much for, you know, for taking the time to, tell me those thoughts because it meant a, 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 a great deal to me, to be honest, did that. And it, you know, and it very much reminded me, segueing back into what we're talking about, very much reminded me about how far I've come myself really. And not just, you know, not just in a creative sense. I mean, that's one thing just in a complete, well, I don't even know if I'd recognize the me that made those early YouTube videos. <laughs> And I mean, and that was a different me to even the one before I started a Twitter account. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've gone through, well, I've talked a lot about in the early days and how everything felt like a, a natural organic progression that just got better and bigger. Well, it kind of feels like it's happening again. Do you know what I mean? And as I say, I don't have any expectations of the wider implications of anything other than I know how good what I'm creating is and I know I love it. And the reaction I'm getting from the patrons is absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, and I had some great responses to the other stuff that I do, the projects, do you know what I mean? The sort of, uh, the more mellow, um, you know, the songs on the acoustic guitar and stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> the reaction to this stuff, the reaction to this stuff is like a, a different level. Do you know what I mean? And I, I've become aware of how important that is to me. Do you know what I mean? To have, to be able to get that feedback. And that continued feedback as well from, you know, from patrons, because, you know, especially if it's something that you, you consider that you don't really, you know, you want to be really careful about sharing. A lot of the times, not many people get to hear it. And I feed off people hearing it and mm. loving it. I feed off that. It's, it, to be honest, it's all I really need. Don't really need, I don't even need food at that point, which does have its implications on me, but <laughs> fuck it, I don't care. Do you know what I mean? It appears to me where it appears to be when I'm at my best, when I'm on some kind of edge through whatever reason. And there's no doubt that you want to talk about bipolar ADHD or anything like that. There's no doubt when I find an idea, it sends me manic. 
Do you know what I mean? There's no doubt about that. It's tends to be manic and not necessarily, not in a destructive way or necessarily a bad way, but obviously any kind of mania is, um, it's a thing. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a ride in itself, but that just appears to be when I'm at my best. Mm, yeah. If I, you know, if so much of it is about being in the right frame of mind and, having the confidence to listen to your own ideas and not just think, oh, it'd be shit, so I won't bother. Oh, that won't work, so I won't bother trying. I mean, how many people do that and miss out on, on stuff? Like, oh, well, I could do that, but I, I won't. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, and, and that's not a criticism or a judgment of anyone or anything, but through my own experiences over the last 12, 18, God knows how long, 12 months, I don't know, can't remember how long have I been on Twitter. Anyway, you know, it's taught me, well, I probably learned more over the past year or so than I have in the previous, what, 20 before <laughs> wow. that? Maybe even more, Pete. Maybe even more. Maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe it's the most I've ever learned about myself in, in one in one time. And, and, and again, it's kind of all happened really subconsciously, I suppose would be the word. You know, it's not like I've kind of... Answer any kind of goals or anything. I've set no goals. The only decision I made is the one that said, yeah, I'm back. Do you know what I mean? Whatever that means to anyone, I don't give a fuck. I knew exactly what it meant to me. Do you know what I mean? I made oh, yeah. a conscious decision like I did, God knows how many years ago, over a decade ago, when I made a conscious decision that just went, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. You know what I mean? I can't do it. Um, that's it, you know, I made a conscious decision that just went, yeah, I'm back and I don't give a shit what the outcome is <clears throat> because for a long time I was just like, well, you know, it's, no one will care. <laughs> I don't give a shit if no one cares, yeah. honestly. <laughs> well, I think that's because the difference. I, right. I love just being in the studio and even if it is on my own and when it's going off and the tune sounds fucking amazing, do you know what I mean? It fucking could be Ibiza in here for all I know. Not that I've been to Ibiza, but I'm sure, you know, I've heard it's fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I've and anyone that could see me at that point, well, I don't know. I mean, joy, un, unbridled joy is infectious in it. Really, it's only a it's only a very small person that stands in front of someone who's at a point of you know, I don't know, having that much fun and try and get in the way of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No one, no one would fucking do that, man. It's oh. um, well, first thing you'd have to leave the UK to go to Ibiza. So I know you haven't been, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. But secondly, yeah, you, you, um, I knew a year ago when we first started talking, or it's been over a year, but I knew then you were on the right track because you, you basically had that mindset then. And so I think that's kind of when you pivoted, you basically were saying like, I don't care about anybody else. I just want to be in the music. You were doing it for no re no other reason. You weren't trying to be famous. You weren't trying to, you know, try to do anything other than just be creative. And I think that's when you started to really, and I think over the past year, that's what you've been doing. It's just, yeah, it's been cool to see and it's getting better and better. So yeah, I, I think you're on the right track, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, there's, uh, you, again, without sounding, you know what I'm like, I don't like sounding big headed, but I've had, I've had plenty of people like literally quite a lot say, you know, I can't believe how much you've, you've done or how much you're doing, which is great. But honestly, I sit there and think, really? I'm kind of just starting, really. I've done fuck all. <laughs> just do wait. You know what I mean? Like, well, the, the speed with which you made that very last, and obviously this is not fair to folks listening that, that aren't on Patreon, but the speed with which you made your last uh, you know, demo uh, that you're working on uh, was shocking <laughs> how quick it mm. went from an idea to production mm. level amazing. I mean, that seemed yeah. like it was uh, in a day. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Pete, and you just hit the nail on the head. That was the entire vision that I had. That's why I could do it in a day because I saw the thing fall out in front of me. You know, it's not, it's, it's not okay. You don't, I, I don't go looking for it. It comes to me. Yeah. And then I have to just either deny it and, or run with it. Do you know what I mean? So that's why uh, it took me absolutely no time to throw that together. It, <laughs> it's absolute snowball for me. All I need is a tiny little germ and I'll give you an entire forest. Honestly. And honestly, Oh, that's all I need. I need just a tiniest little thing to start something that just, you know, becomes massive um, because I can just fucking see it instantly. Mm -hmm. And I'm just learning to 
really believe that I can and go, all right, well, let's test it then. And like I say, I have had it in the past where I've had ideas, you know, back, back, back in the day when I first started doing stuff at home and you'd sort of be like, oh, kind of don't sound how it sounded in my head. But everything I'm doing at the moment just it's exactly where I want it in my head. And the third one's no fucking different. And to be honest, I had to take a little bit of a step back from the third one because I thought I need to fucking eat. I need to eat. <laughs> I need to drink and I need to sleep. And those things that once I'm on an idea, those things tend to go out the window because they seem so insignificant. They seem so insignificant compared to that moment of, you know, grabbing hold of the idea and just, unveiling it to yourself straight away and when you get that moment you're like i'll fucking sleep when i've done that and i'll sleep as long as i need to but i am not waiting to see where this is going because i know where it's going because i can already see it so i want to bring it to fruition and i'm also becoming addicted to sort of putting the shit straight out on patreon do you know what i mean like i bounce out of pro tools I put it in Dropbox and I hit share hot off the press I, i don't even listen to it loads i mix it I mix it and I arrange it and then I'm sat there going, uh, will that, do- no, maybe. And then I just got no fuck it, share, bang. And it's like, <laughs> there, that, that, seems to, that seems to help me in some way. And then that instant feedback with people just going, fuck's sake, do you know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, you like that, do you? Well, fucking hell. That's, um, yeah. that's yeah. the easy bit, is that? That's the easy bit. So the long and short of this very cryptic and difficult conversation really is the fact that yeah i'm on a new project and it's fucking really exciting man and um it feels like the right progression from the last one and i know i'm doing stuff before people have even heard it because as i say it's going to be a six it's going to be six months plus before this record's come out coming out and but hopefully mm. i'll be able to talk about it a lot sooner than that you know um, oh. because there's a lot to talk about trust me this is definitely the the next the next progression in the the creative journey and yeah man i've virgin on never been as excited as this in my entire life pretty much well i'll tell you when i when i first heard the the first album of the music i i remember thinking uh, all the lucky people in the world that got to know about it before it was recorded i i'd imagine like what it was like to record it and the second album same thing you know welcome to the north i was like ah man it would have been so amazing to to be behind the scenes and it's really cool now that there's a subset of folks that actually have that opportunity you know via the patron and all that to actually be part of something that i know for a fact is gonna you know be classic stuff later you know so it's it's kind of cool to see that in the uh, in the early stages so thank you for for making that uh, an option for folks because that's pretty cool oh man thank you man thank you prom king you're one of the ones uh, that have g'd me up to uh g'd me up to this moment um but whether it whether it's classic or you know whether it like i, I keep saying the the wider reach of it is for other people to worry about that's not for me to worry about i just i'm addicted to you know fucking writing tunes that make me go oh my god that's amazing and it's just about having the people in place to you know go and do whatever needs doing in that regard but that's not my problem like i said that's not my problem i'm i'm just in dreamland really in terms of <laughs> the record i've just made and the record i'm already you know effectively three songs into Okay, so yeah, this has been episode 42 and um, always nice to talk to Prompting about anything, but it's been fun talking about the listening party for Welcome to the North, which obviously you can replay on Tim's Twitter listening party um, at any point and you can follow along with the tweets. But yeah, and also fun to talk about my own projects as well, which I'm really, really excited about. But yeah, thank you very much everyone for listening and thank you, Pete, and to speak to you later.